everyone. Welcome back to Reality 2.0. I am Katherine Druckmann. I am joined by Doc Searles. And today we are going to talk a little more about Apple. We talked about Apple just recently, but I think we have, we have more to cover. So we're going to get back into that. And before we get started, though, I wanted to remind everyone that reality2cast.com is our website. Um, if you want to visit us there and check out what we have going on, that would be great. Sign up for our newsletter. Uh, find links to a lot of supplementary information included in the podcast and also thank you for our patreon uh, subscribers contributors patrons is that what they're called thank you thank you very much we appreciate it and it makes us feel validated (laughs) yeah so um yeah it's like thank you somebody's listening this is great um anyway so so doc we were just talking about apple's idfa uh opt-out opt-in feature and we're kind of digging into that yeah, so so there's, and I, I I want to qualify this to begin with by saying I, I have not dug into it as far as I want to dig into it before I would write about it. Interesting that we would be able to feel comfortable talking about it in a podcast without having you know done the deep research <laughs> to write about it. But I think that's this is kind our of, research. <laughs> well, it may be helpful in a way because I think talk it out. We're probably farther along than most um, most muggles are who just like have an iPhone and want to know what's going on. Um, the a little background on it, and I can thank Don Marty for pointing to this. Don's a prior guest here and a prior colleague of ours at Linux Journal. He was uh, an editor, one of the best editors we ever had at Linux Journal, and he's he is all over the advertising case. He really knows it very well. I invite people to go back and listen to that episode, actually. But he pointed out, I I said I tweeted that I thought it was that Apple never should have had the IDFA, the ID for advertisers, in a phone. And he said, he pointed to this 2013 Ars Technica piece that, that pointed out that Apple um, had warned developers not to begin deprecating the UDID. UDID is like the IMEI. It's, it's, a, it's a unique device identifier that's in every phone. So every phone is kind of a serial number, like a VIN number on your car that speaks to the uniqueness of every phone. And so developers are basically tracking people by that, or at least targeting them based on that. And um, so Apple told them to stop doing that. And then they created the IDFA when they rolled out iOS 6, which is like, where are they now? Like 12, 13, 14, something like that. I should know. I think it's 14.5 point something, but that's a while back. And then uh, it says not only do users have more control over whether they are being tracked, but IDFA allows developers to follow iOS users across devices. I think I, I stand by my original feeling about this, that what Apple should have said is, no, no tracking at all. You don't track people. We don't, it's not done. We're, this, this is a private device that they have. It, nobody wants to be tracked and it's not right that they should be able to be tracked. And the fact that they called it ID for advertisers is even weirder. I mean, it you know named it something like target if you want it or something like that, where, where Targeting would be totally opt-in. I think they've moved in that direction with this. They, they've made clear for some time that they were going to make being tracked voluntary. First with the IDFA, and I, I don't know whether it comes defaulted this way or not. I've had tracking turned off on my iPhone for a long time. I had to turn it back on in a way. I'm going on my iPhone right now. If you go into settings and then go down to privacy, which is in there somewhere. Yeah, it's in the second block. And it has tracking, it has loca- right under location services, it has something called tracking. And if you click on that, there is a, 
a switch that says allow apps to request to track. I had that turned off. As soon as I turned it on and went to one app, it was for Sirius XM. I have a subscription to that. It said, do you, you know, ask them not to track. So I don't like ask. I'd rather have them say, tell them not to track you. But I switched that one off. And now there's a record on my phone that has Sirius XM as being turned off. So, and I've switched the first one, switch back to allow apps to request to track. And what they say about that is allow apps to ask to track your activity across other companies. I think, but I think with iOS 14, whatever it is now, it's defaulted to off, kind of like do not track was defaulted to off, except with teeth in it. But I don't know. I don't know that for sure. I need to check on that because I had it turned off under the prior operating system. So I really don't know, but they're making it really hard to track people and um, and the, the advertising industry is splitting a giant gut with this because, oh my God, they're breaking the free web and you know we're, we're not going to be able to do this. And Apple, Apple wants to advantage their own advertising, which I think is only in the app store um, and is only based on what you've done in the app store or, some, or what you already have or something like that, that, they, that it, it is their business to know. So I'm not sure, but I'm really not sure what Apple's doing with advertising. I know they killed Apple ID, I'm not Apple ID, ad ID, no ad, iAd. There was a thing called iAd. It was their really feeble and unsuccessful attempt to compete in the, in the ad tech world that they killed off several years ago and are not keeping. Uh, I, they're not, I'm sure they're not going back to, especially given the ads that they just did. Um, there, there's one that has a guy being followed around. If you look up Apple and privacy, it'll be the top ad that you see on YouTube uh, of a guy being followed around from with trackers from every place he goes. And then he goes and turns it off on his iPhone and they all explode. Like when Thanatos made everybody disappear in that Marvel movie. Anyway, so that's my take on it. Yeah. It's interesting to see rejection of these kind of trackers becoming more and more mainstream. I noticed uh, that Drupal actually, so I'm you know, heavily involved in Drupal, uh, <laughs> Drupal community. And Drupal's new, the, the upcoming version, major, uh, sorry, minor release of Drupal 9 actually incorporates um, a header to block Google's- Flock? Yeah, the Flock, Flock feature, the uh, federated learning yeah, of- that's interesting. Drupal's upcoming minor release includes a feature that blocks Google's flock tracking. And I also noted that WordPress is treating it as a security concern. So they, there's a post about it. It was from, from uh, last month. You could read all about it. I'll link to it in the, in the, in the description. But it's interesting. So, you know, it, I, I see these as related. I, I think the Google flock, it's a little bit more problematic than uh, Apple's IDFA, but it is interesting to see very much mainstream support for um, banning that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think flock, which stands for federated learning of cohorts and sounds so much like an obscenity that it, it's just a really <laughs> dumb name. But I mean, as far as I know, it's just being tested still. I don't know if it's just being tested, but it, it's so widely rejected as an idea. And yeah. Google is 
so has such a long and storied record of there's there's low flying aircraft over my house sorry um Google has such a long and storied history of killing off products and killing off ideas that I'm sure Flock is going to end up in the Google graveyard. And there are a lot of grave Google graveyards online for pretty much everything they've killed off. Um, you know, Google Reader and you know all that stuff. Uh, I think it's I, I think it's dead in the water, especially if you have stuff like happening like what what you're saying Drupal is up to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I WordPress. Mean, everybody's everybody's heading it off WordPress, at the pass. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants it. I mean, I think that I suppose there are a many of people so acquiesce to being followed online, or so like the few bullseyes they get when some when a when a robot accurately guesses something they might want that they want that kind of stuff. But but I think most people don't people don't want to be tracked, and and uh, um. And it's it you know it's a matter of time before the the whole industry starts to adjust to that, and and the free internet's going to be just fine. You know, there's plenty of ways to make money other than that. Google makes most of its money from from search advertising, which doesn't even need this stuff right. for most searches. So it's also interesting yeah. that there's a lot of there seem to be a lot of conflicting statistics on adoption rates of, for these things. Like going back to yeah. Apple, the IDFA. So they you know they they came out with the ability to opt out or actually rather the default opt are you defaulted to opting out and you have to opt in um yes i believe that's the case right. I so believe the, but that's it, a new feature as of 14.5 yeah. right i mean it the switch has always been there the idea face switch but i think it was defaulted to on and then you had to opt out or something but they they i think you know they warned that they wouldn't have defaulted to off so right. so no matter who you ask though it's a pretty small number of people who are opting in so that you know, yeah, I, I keep reading 4%. I mean, that's that's the one I've run I've, across over and over again. I've seen four, I've seen 20 something. I've seen, you know, I've seen a huge, huge uh, range. But either way, it's definitely a minority of devices. So so that's interesting. And it, yeah. it kind of counters this idea that you hear that most people are okay with or even embrace the idea of personalized advertising because they only want to see you know, ads that are relevant to them or whatever, but and, and this directly counters that whole argument. Yeah, it does. I think, um, I mean, I remember a time, it was at a digital Hollywood. It was such a thing called digital Hollywood. And um, I think it was, um, I'm trying to remember his name, so I'm not going to, but he asked, it was back at the beginning of, um, of TiVo's, I think, and and uh, where people could jump over their ads, you know, and 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 he asked how many people here um, want to see their to see advertising on their TVs, and you know, one person in the entire crowd, it was like a thousand people wanted, you know, wanted to see the ads, wanted to not be able to jump over ads. I think was what the question was about, mm-hmm. and. People don't want it. I mean, for the most part, they don't want it. They put up with advertising. I think in the the cases where people actually want to see advertising are 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 really special. I think Linux Journal was one of them, for that matter. A thicker a Linux Journal was thicker with ads. It was a more valuable magazine. I I've, I remember sitting next to a, on a plane next to a woman who read through a Vogue that was like an inch thick from one end to the other over a four hour flight, looking at every ad in the thing. So 
as well as all the, you know, editorial. There are special cases, but I think for the most part, people don't. I mean, we're watching on TV right now, a really great show called Pose that's on FX, but season, it's three seasons, the current season's on FX, but one and two are on uh, Netflix. They've spooled off on Netflix. On Netflix, there are no ads at all. Um, there's just these little breakpoints that you know an ad went here. And then like there's fossil remnants of breakpoints, you know, where ads were when it was a, live, a fresh show. You can watch it on FX on your Apple TV or your Roku or something like that. And there the ads say, this is the second of four ads, one minute and 20 seconds left until this returns. Or you can go on cable. And if you're watching it live on cable, you have like four minutes of ads. I mean, some lo a much longer um, pile of ads, but you can also record it and then skip over it with a 30 second forward thing on your remote control. Um, not all of, not every, you know, all the cable systems have a different one. We have the one for Dish that allows you to go ad by ad, one, 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 one. And so if it's a four minute break, you hit it eight times because you're going to hit 30 seconds each time and you see none of the ads. And it's, but what the whole thing screams is ads are, ads have negative value to the, to the viewer or to the listener for the most part. If they had a choice about it, they wouldn't be watching them. So, you know, but the marketing real world really want, you know, they, they want to keep it up. And I'm just looking here at the, uh, I put it in the chat. Did I put it in the chat? Yeah, I did. Oh, it's almost there. <laughs> this yeah. we'll share this later. Um, Ford patented in-car ads because we live in hell now. That's in Jalopnik, <laughs> you know? So, and the idea is that when you're, when you're, it, they have a newly patented billboard detector, they can read ads and display them inside your car, <laughs> you know? Lest a, you try and ignore them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how, that's, how that's awful bizarre. is that, you know? Yeah, that's, that's. You need to be so fully delusional to want that. But I've, I've known for, you know, six years that, you know, from somebody who's in the industry that, um, th that, you know, the car companies have, you know, they've, they're all selling you cars that already have cell phones in them and that are narking on you on a more or less continuous basis. And if you drive a Tesla, the whole thing is, is basically remotely controlled and it wants to know everything about you. And you're basically buying, you know, a computer spy system on wheels and you just sort of trust them not to screw you. But the, you know, but, you know, I, we have a new Toyota. I have not taken the trouble yet to find out how, how we're being spied on. Um, but it does, I want to be able to turn off as much as I can. Right. Yeah. And, but they're, you know, they see, I mean, what Ford is seeing is there's, there's additional revenue in this. And the problem with the advertising world online is that what was conceived originally as additional revenue became, you know, the, it, it what was gravy turned into meat and potatoes, but it's, it's bad meat and it's bad potatoes for the most part. And, uh, and people don't want it. And they're just gonna have to face up to that in one way or another. Right. In their defense, I can see one application of reading a billboard. Like if you, if you're driving through Texas, we have really long roads and long stretches of, <laughs> of road where there's nothing. And maybe you might need, you have, might have some biological needs and uh yeah well that that would make and you're sense on the yeah you're like, on the lookout for a well no but you're in clean restrooms coming up a, a bucky's yeah. at a bucky's billboard telling you how far the bucky's truck stop with the clean bathrooms is i can totally see that as an application but, I, I remember, um, yeah 
I remember <laughs> when we drove across the country in uh, in 07, we were driving from Santa Barbara to Boston. And we did, you know, with our then 10 year old kid, lots of out loud thinking about what we really wanted in a car. Like, you know, of course we had a dumb car at that time. And it was a, two, a 2000 Volkswagen Passat wagon then. And I remember we wanted, you know, we wanted to stop for coffees. We wanted to know when there was a Starbucks coming up. We want to know when, you know, uh, we could look ahead. And now, you know, that technology is there. It's inside Google's um, and Apple's and other and other companies' uh, um, map applications. But it's there to a degree, but it's not working for us especially. It's kind of working a bit more for them. But that's an interesting idea with a billboard. I mean, it'd be, yeah. you know... Um, I can imagine more creative ways to use it other than Jesus thinks it'll look at a billboard and like take a picture of it and put it on your dashboard. That's insane. Well, it's the same technology that's used to automatically read European road signs, like uh, European cars. Uh, some mm -hmm. of them have the feature where they, you know, they will read the speed limit sign or, or some other sign and, and, you know, process that and display it to you in some way that's useful. And that's, you know, I, I understand that. Of course, they don't read American signs because they can't because we're not standardized. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is irritating. But anyway, the fact that it's focused on advertising is what, you know, of course, makes this a re you know, a reminder that we're living in hell. <laughs> so yeah, like there, yeah. the technology has plenty of it. better uses. Because we all because we, we, we live in hell. I mean, <laughs> we live and, in hell you know, and that's the thing. You have this great, you know, potentially uh, useful feature and that's what you're going to use it on. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. I mean, there, and, and if, how much better would it be if you just started with what would a driver actually want? You know, what would be and, and, and what would be something on a dashboard that is not a distraction that same Jalopnik thing points out that and it points to three different studies that show that actually having having a display in the middle of your dashboard an infotainment system is a multiple more dangerous than than being drunk. I mean, yes. it, it, if, as, as a distraction. Mm -hmm. And I'm very mindful of that, you know, because I, I and I, I've gotten to the point where, um, especially with this one, because it's very non-intuitive and it's so full of conditionalities and dependencies, you know, or if, you're, if your phone is plugged in, then CarPlay, Apple CarPlay will work. But not everything on the, on the phone works there, you know, and oh my God, there's just so many dependencies. It, it, you almost have to program the damn thing. And there's no real simple way to do that. It's really crazy. And, and, and of course you're driving along and of course I'm doing this, we're on video with each other, but not with the world. You know, my finger is one, you know, when you're driving, you need a knob to grab, you, you need a switch to push, you know, or flip, not a blank screen that your finger can hit something else on. Right. You know, so it's crazy. Uh, and, and, you know, but what, what would, how much better would it be if you just start with what's going to work best for the driver? What's going to work best for the, for the individual, you know, what do you and I want that, or might, might we want more than what they're trying to give us because they want to just have us buy some shit all the time. So, so you know, when we work on that. <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> so it's interesting to think about. So if we contrast what's going on uh, with the sort of rejecting tracking on websites and Apple devices and that sort of thing, what is the, so we have that trend on one hand, but at the same time, Apple came out with AirTags, which we talked about on our last episode. 
And a couple of things have happened since then, since we talked. Yeah. Um, first, I mean, obviously, just more more conversation, more pushback, more privacy yeah. advocates critiquing uh, the devices themselves, and also interesting. And these are links that I've I included in our most recent newsletter, which is you know linked on our, our website somewhere. Amazon apparently now is partnering with Tile, which is another similar device, to up their game to become better <laughs> better stalkers. Mm. <laughs> So they're they're trying to improve their mesh network. Um, so Tile and Amazon are getting together because I mean, obviously, you know, Apple is the the giant here. They have the the number of users out there to create this very very effective network, and 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 that's really hard to compete with. So you know, to yeah. do that, Amazon is ha- Tile is having to join up with Amazon to try and compete. So that's interesting. So so uh, they're sort of in this race to violate our privacy, you know, more and I more. Suppose. Whereas. I, I, I think the Apple thing is, a, I mean, I, I thought it was weird to begin with, you know, like, um, but I mean, it is, it, it has applications for sure. But it, it just, I think people need to think a bit, a little bit more carefully about how it's implemented. And I think that that didn't happen. And now everyone's going to, is tearing it apart because of all these potential problems. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to jump back for a second to, because I'm looking here, what it what Apple gives you is allow tracking or ask apps not to track. That's if you have IDFA turned on. So that's the conditionality there. Yeah. Allow tracking or ask to, and of course, I think, I wonder if it's that or that and IDFA. Um, that's 4%. Anyway, sorry, I, I was no, distracted because well, I'm looking at my screen. But they're, they're a company that had that, that has something like that, like the little tags yeah, that you yeah, put on Yeah, the little tags, things. yeah. Yeah. Various form factors and they help you find your lost keys or your lost purse or whatever, whatever they're attached to. Mm. They don't have anywhere near the capability of Apple because they don't don't have that powerful built in network of Apple devices out there. You know what's funny to me? Hmm. Sorry, something that that you've talked about so many times. And I think if you went back and listened to our first ever podcast episode, which maybe you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't, because the sound quality is not that great. But, it, you know, the information is great. So definitely listen. Um, if you go back and listen to the conversation that we had then, you you use this analogy a lot where we talk about how in the digital world, we are effectively walking up to somebody and sticking a tracking device on their shirt physically, yeah. and then tracking everywhere they go. Right. And the funny thing to me about, or funny, you know, in some way, uh, about Apple's AirTags is that's literally what you're doing now. <laughs> like, well, who the hell needs a IDFA or or yeah. a, a browser tracking or cookies or anything else when we actually can tag you physically? <laughs> I know it. It really isn't. I mean, just conceptually, it's an enormous variance from Apple trying to establish itself as a privacy company. It's like, you know, I mean, I can see how they rationalize it, but it is, it is really weird, and it is, it is really weird that way, and. An interesting thing too about Apple is that I, I don't. Dave Weiner used to talk about this that at any point in Silicon Valley where we both used to live and uh, don't anymore, there was always there were three companies in three positions. One was the future, one was dead, and and one was one was dominant. I think I think that's what it was. And at that time, it was. I remember when he talked about it, it was Java is the future. This is in the mid nineties. Java is the future. Microsoft uh, is the dominant one and, um, and Apple is dead. 
And at that time, before Steve Jobs came back, Apple was on its way to dying. And, um, but Apple is now this colossus that bestrides the world. And I remember when, you know, I, I worked with companies in the PC business, there were all these competing PC companies that all ran MS-DOS or then, and then later Windows, right? There were like a zillion companies that did this. And if you wanted, say, a point of sale, um, you know, if you wanted, you know, a computer, you know, at your point of sale, it, you had a choice of a zillion ones. Um, there was a clone company called Everex. I worked with that one. And instead now Apple owns the whole thing. I mean, Apple, like there are iPads at every restaurant. They're Apple devices. You know, there's, I suppose a few of them have, have, have um, Androids, but for the most part, you're seeing, you're seeing, you're seeing iPads, you know, every TV show you watch, somebody's got an I got a, an Apple laptop, right? You see that little glowing Apple in the back and there's nobody else competing with that. They are running that show. And I mean, there are lots of windows computers in the world. There are lots of Linux computers running <laughs> Linux running mostly on windows computers, but Apple has a, a gigantic share of, of, of the personal devices that people, at least in the, in the middle class and developed world are using. I, I realize that Android is still huge elsewhere and they're plenty big. I mean, they have a, a bigger market share still than Apple does, but Apple has a big enough market share that they control, really control. And they've got to tie it in with all these other things. It's a, it's a tough one. They have a lot of leverage. It's and be hard to compete with it. That is, that is true. It really will. We really like to get listener feedback on how are you orienting toward your, toward your phone and your other devices and the tracking that's on there. Would you rather opt in or opt out or would you have, rather have opting not even there? You know, I think that's one of the nice things about having the IDFA defaulted to off, meaning you don't even need to opt. I mean, if it's, you know, and I don't really, and I don't even know if it's defaulted to, to off. I'll have to ask somebody. Yeah, I'll have to check Maybe a listener will weigh in and say, Doc, you idiot, you should have known that before we did this podcast, which is a good criticism. That's fair. <laughs> it's fair. Well, we'll see. Yes, as always, we encourage listener feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out. Uh, oh, and you know, another thing worth mentioning is if you have anything that you would like us to talk about, please let us know that as well, because we are happy to tackle them. And uh, with yeah. that, until next time, when we talk about or two someone or something very, very interesting. Cool. See you next time. Bye.